0: What we just saw was part of Goshen College's history. Old photos of athletic events, music ensembles, a much older and surprisingly similar looking cafeteria, and a couple versions of the library. Goshen was founded with hope in the future, not only in what it is as it could be a community academically, but what it could be spiritually as well. President Detweiler said that the school did not exist as a safeguard of the traditions of the past, but to look to tomorrow as a beacon of light and prepare students for the change to come. When Jesus preached the kingdom of God, he preached a hope for justice. A justice that brings peace within ourselves, between ourselves and God, and amongst each other. Goshen Colleges has and still looks to the model of Jesus as our hope for the future, the change that is coming. As we look to embody the way of Christ in our actions and attitudes, let us pray. God of the past, today, and tomorrow, speak to us now where we are. Bring us together in love and peace with open minds and hearts ready to worship you. Let us yearn for your justice and hope and work for its future. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. In the tabernacle of the ancient Hebrews, there was a lamp on a lampstand, and its room was called the Holy Place. Jesus also reminded his disciples that where two or three of you are gathered in my name, there I am, Matthew eighteen twenty, And we, the Goshen College community, gather here in the name of Jesus, and we will light this lamp in our chapel services to remind us that God is here among us in this very moment. And open our worship with song.
1: We're going to begin with number 64 in the hymnal worship book, the blue book. This is a South African hymn, and we're going to build it from the bottom up. I'd like the basses to sing, followed by the tenors, and the altos will join in, and the sopranos, and then we'll sing it through a few times all together. Let's do that. Building up in the South African language, and the words are very simple once you get used to them. A amen, siyaku dumisa. So men, you're going to give us a strong start each time. Let's just begin with the bass line, and let's stand. to the all four parts. the green, thinner text, number 32. This comes from the Zimbabwe tradition. And I'd like you, it's it's an affirmation of faith, it's an incredible statement of hope. And let's emphasize a couple words. In the second line, the Holy Spirit must come down. So bring out that word must. And then in the third line, have fun with the set God's people free idea and really lean on that word free as we sing it together. We'll have an introduction by Greg and Lean.
2: Listen to the titles of several headlines that I looked up online yesterday. Teacher's husband tried in love triangle slaying. Hannah kills 61 in Haiti. 82-year-old woman beaten while her husband sleeps nearby. Teen suicide rate down slightly, still high. Mom spared death for microwaving baby. Gunman's bloody trail leads to six bodies. Second Russian journalist in three days killed. UN peacemaker killed in Lebanon. 44,000 jobs cut in private sector. Ice shelf as big as Manhattan breaks away. Where is the hope in these headlines? Where is the hope in these stories where many, many lives are impacted forever? Who will be the catalyst that brings hope? into these realities. As students, staff and faculty here at Goshen College, it's very easy for us to live in the so-called Goshen bubble. We become so enmeshed in the happenings of our own little world that it becomes easy to forget that the rest of the world is unfolding. It is easy for us to become so self-focused that we neglect the other. But not only do these news headlines exist in the world out there... ...we also have our own not-so-fun headlines here. Some of us have lost people very close to us in recent months. Some of us continue to struggle with our own body image. Depression. Some of us continue to struggle with our own uh, fear of starting a new school year. What will this year bring? Will I have friends? Will I make friends? Will I make the same mistakes that I made last year? Will I be a different person? Will I be the same person? Yes, the not-so-fun headlines exist in the world out there, but they also exist here within our own lives and our own stories. But my question remains this. Where is the hope? Who will bring about hope that our hearts and souls ache for in the midst of these headlines. The theme that Campus Ministries wants to invite you to consider, to reflect on, to live with, to grapple with this year is sensing God's hope, claiming God's hope. The hope that we wish for, all of us to uncover, is the hope that God offers not the hope that perhaps the American dream offers or some other uh, false sense of hope in reality. The hope that we as people of faith are rooted in comes from God. The author of Hebrew proclaims this. We have this hope, a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope that enters the inner shrine behind the curtain, where Jesus, a forerunner on our behalf, has entered. The author of Romans says this. For in hope we were saved, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. The psalmist calls forth these words, O Israel, hope in the Lord, and indicates that happy are those whose help is in the Lord who made heaven and earth. And who secures justice for the oppressed, gives food to the hungry, sets the prisoners free, opens the eyes of the blind, lifts those who are bowed down. If you were the psalmist writing your own psalm, what examples of hope from your own story and your own life would you want to make sure to write in there that the world would want to know about? Where is the strength, the foundation of your hope and faith? Oh, Goshen College, hope in the Lord. My prayer for each of us this year is that... ...you all will discover about that hope that God offers... ...to each of us as individuals, as a community. But my desire is that you also position yourselves in such a way... ...that you will be able to discover and sense what that hope is. Will you place yourselves in the kitchen... ...so that you can smell that good chocolate cake that's coming out of the oven. Will you place yourselves and take walks in nature or in the woods down the road and watch the little fluttering uh, birds flying around without a care in the world? Sensing God's hope, claiming God's hope. I'd like to offer three simple suggestions for each of you that I believe will help you sense and claim that hope. Places where you can position yourselves for that. The first, ...find yourselves a close group of friends... ...people that you can be accountable to... ...that will be supportive of you. Perhaps it's people that you're living with... ...on your floor, apartment, small group housing. Perhaps it's in a Bible study or a small group that you've signed up for. Close group of friends. Second, tend to your own spiritual life... ...and your own relationship to God, to the divine... ...perhaps it's here in chapels... ...perhaps it's engaging in a local church... worshiping body... ...perhaps it's in your own personal devotions... ...that you do on a daily or weekly basis... ...but tend to your spiritual life with God. That's the second. Third, get outside of yourself... ...by putting your beliefs, your convictions... ...your faith into action. Volunteer in one of our local service agencies be a mentor at one of the local elementary schools. Be part of some of our student clubs that help to bring the world out there to here on this campus and help us raise awareness of what's going on around us. So that's the third thing. But let me leave you with some other news headlines that I also found online yesterday as well. Relief supplies sent to Indian flood victims. Stars band together to fight cancer. How to Help Your Child Cope with a Bully, Dell Making Cheap Computers for India and China, Five Simple Ways to Save a Life, Plush Tennessee Farm, A Treat for Families, Pittsburgh Penguins Support Local Blood Drive. What will your news headline be this year?
3: A collection of scriptures related to our theme for the year from Psalms, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Acts, Romans, and Hebrews. Hear the word of the Lord. O Israel, hope in the Lord. Happy are those whose help is the God of Israel, whose hope is in Yahweh, their God who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in it.
0: Yahweh, you keep faith forever. You secure justice for the oppressed. You give food to the hungry.
3: You raise up those who are bowed down. You love those who do justice. You protect strangers. You sustain orphans and the bereaved. But you thwart the way of the corrupt. Yahweh will reign forever. Alleluia.
1: I have a hope in God, a hope that there will be a resurrection of both the righteous and the unrighteous. Therefore, I do my best to always have a clear conscience toward God and all people. Thus says the Lord, I alone know my purpose for you, my plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope.
0: I remember my woes and wanderings. Those memories are so clear to me, and they fill me with despair. Yet it is because I remember all this that I have hope. Yahweh's favor is not exhausted, nor has God's compassion failed. They rise up anew each morning, so great is God's faithfulness.
1: For in hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience.
0: Let us keep firm in the hope we profess, because the one who made the promise is faithful.
3: May the God of hope fill you up with joy, fill you up with peace, so that your lives, filled with the life-giving energy of the Holy Spirit, will brim over with hope.
1: O Goshen, hope in the Lord.
3: Good morning, my name is Tamara Shantz. I'm one of the other campus pastors here at Goshen College. And I have, as I've started reflecting on our theme for this year, I've been reminded again about the importance uh, that our experience of community plays in how we see and experience the world. At times in life when I've been identifying with the writer of Lamentations, feeling like despair and apathy are closer friends than hope and trust, It is to memories of my communities that I turn to for reassurance. It is the people that are around me and through those people that I experience God's gift of hope. There are many other places and ways that we might live in hope, but without a doubt, one of our primary sources of help to help us sense God's hope and claim God's hope is our community or our communities of faith. So here we are, a new year. And really, we are all taking part in the shaping of a new community. Every year, we welcome new members to Goshen College. And while we are part of this longer history and tradition of Goshen College, with every new member that joins us, we also have the potential to be transformed and to be changed. So this morning, I invite you to join me in doing a bit of dreaming. What could we be about this year? Who are we as a community? What would it be like for us to live and learn together as a community of hope? I'm going to offer a very few and very brief basic thoughts in response to these questions. But these questions deserve much more reflection than the few minutes I'm going to give to it. And I certainly shouldn't be the only one thinking about them. So I want you to take these questions with you when we leave this space. I invite you to talk about it with your friends, with your classmates, with your professors. What are your hopes for this community for this year? How do we live into a call to be a people of hope? What does that mean for you? Ultimately, as Christians, we root our hope in God and in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Now, Jesus had the ability to offer the gift of hope to people throughout his life. People who were often on the fringes of society, the misfits, the untouchables, those who felt judged. Really, everyone from women who were understood as unclean to wealthy businessmen who were looked upon with suspicion. No one was unworthy of Jesus' time, attention, mercy, and love. But it's easy for us to operate on a pretty different plane from that. It's easy for us to talk only with our friends or people that we are comfortable with, spending more time thinking about how am I fitting in or do people like me and less time considering whether others are being included. Less time watching for who is on the fringes of our community. Instead of working hard to overcome maybe our shyness, or our fear, or just the plain notion in our society that we just don't talk to strangers. Now, this may seem strikingly obvious to you, but outside of those first few weeks of school, for those of us who are new, when everybody is pretty much a stranger and someone we don't know, how often in our daily lives do we actually take a step out of ourselves and reach out and begin a conversation with someone we might not know? Or someone who doesn't really look like someone I would be friends with? The other night, a group of students and faculty gathered for a time of sharing, as we continued to grieve the loss of Deanne Bindi. As I listened to the conversation, I was struck by what seemed to be a unique quality that Deanne possessed. Deanne brought hope and joy to all the people that she knew, and quite often to people she didn't know, yet. Deanne knew how to reach out to new people, make them feel welcome and at home. Now, we may not all be as outgoing as Deanne was, and we may not be God like Jesus was, But But we can challenge ourselves to take whatever little steps we can to reach out and seek to make others feel welcome. As the Messages version of Romans 15 says, reach out and welcome one another to God's glory. Jesus did it, now you do it. So that's one very brief, simple vision that I have for this community. Another is recognizing that our community is anything but uniform. We come from many different places, different faith traditions, and different political perspectives. This morning, I was struck by the diversity of the scripture that we heard. It had two distinct reasons for hoping in God. One pointed to God's identity as liberator, God doing justice, freeing the prisoner, and protecting the weak. The other pointed to the promise of eternal life as the basis of hope. As is often my experience with the Bible, the Bible pushes us to look past our rigid categories of liberal, conservative, evangelism versus social justice. These divisions can be very real here at Goshen College. And one of my hopes for this community is that we will continue to challenge ourselves to see beyond our categories, our assumptions, and the judgments that we make about one another and recognize that our diversity is a gift. A gift that is challenging, that will push our edges, but that we will learn from, and that will not leave us the same, if we are open to it. So, in too short a time, these are just a couple of my dreams for our community, and my partial vision for what a community steeped in God's hope might look like. But I invite you to join me What are your visions? How will you live into God's call to live as a people of hope?
0: God, our help of ages past and hope of life tomorrow. You crave justice for the oppressed and food for the hungry and peace where there is hate. But there is injustice and famine in the world. There is inequality next door there is discord among us, and there is restlessness in our own hearts. You give freely of life, and your spirit is a refreshing spring, but we are dry. Our spirits, often shriveled by disappointment, our passions wane and visions narrow with the weight of a world broken on our consciousnesses. We confess that we have been complicit in apathy at some point or another, but remember now that we have been claimed by Christ, our citizens of heaven are bound to your spirit and have a stake in your mission. We are called to run the race, love the world, work for peace, and serve the other. Breathe on us, breath of God. You know the plans you have for us, and we may keep firm in the hope we profess, because you who made the promise is faithful. If we but turn to you, O God, will you not reach out and sustain us? Yes, for we are called individually and together, for in hope we were saved and you are faithful. God, our help of ages past, be our hope for life tomorrow. Amen. May our faithful God of hope bless you. And bless us as we live out that calling together. Bev is going to come up um, and sing our to help us sing our closing song, which speaks of God's hope raining down upon us.
1: It's number forty nine in the hymnal worship uh, in the Sing the Journey. I think the text is also on the screen for you, if you prefer to use that. And we'll have um, Jesse and Nate play through the refrain one time, and then we'll begin with the refrain and sing all three verses um, together. Let's stand to sing.